So I'm going to go over how to quit your job even if you're scared and how I delayed this decision for months. I was freaked out of my mind quitting my job, but I did it and how it can be the best decision of your life. Welcome to the Internet Jet Set Podcast. Now, this podcast is made for those who are tired and want to ditch their corporate lives and work for themselves and experience everything that the freedom of self-employment has to offer. So on this podcast, my guest and I will share tactical ways in which you can work for yourself and the blueprint to get started building the life of your dreams. So visit me on my YouTube channel, John Cristani on YouTube for more exclusive content and to get access to a free training course to help you get started with your first profitable internet business. I'm John Cristani and I quit my job in 2012. Now, I was super scared. Let me just put it that way. I was super scared when I first quit my job and I would have put it off indefinitely if uh, something didn't happen. And I'll tell you about what that something was for me, which really forced me to think about my life. Just to give you a little bit about my story, I was paralyzed for months. You know, I had gone into my boss and I justified all the reasons I wanted to raise. And this was June in 2012. And I had everything to say to him. But I remember he had responded with saying, or what? And that was the only thing I didn't have a response to is, you know, I didn't want to just quit. You know, I was, I was working a job. I wasn't, I believed in this whole ideal of, you know, people get paid what they're worth and you move up, you do good work and you move up and, you know, or other companies hire you. And I didn't know my answer to or what, because I wasn't about to threaten anybody with like, I'm going to resign or something. But since I've quit my job, you know, my at my job, I was managing AdWords accounts and I was making $6,000 per month. In 2015, my company hit my first million, seven figure year. I made roughly a million dollars profit. Okay, just to give you an idea. My first seven-figure year was actually about almost $3 million. We did uh, $2.8 million, and I did about a million dollars profit. And uh, last year, 2018, my company did about $5 million. Also, again, about a million dollars profit. So just to give you an idea, where I've gone from quitting my job has been huge. And I'm so happy I did it. But the fact that I'm even speaking to you right now, I'm in this position. And just to give you an idea, YouTube isn't my main business. You know, YouTube, I have a lot of subscribers on here. I have people that follow me and all that jazz, but this is not my main business. I just kind of speak to people here because I like telling people my story and helping influence the world. I know a lot of people are looking for information. There's a lot of garbage out there on the internet, but I hope this can give you some real insight into what it takes to quit your job. Now let's zoom back a second to 2012. After I decided, after my boss had been basically a D-bag to me and said, or what, you know, what I did is I was paralyzed for months. I decided I was going to quit, but I didn't do anything about it. I was too scared. You know, I was too, you know, I didn't know what my parents would think. I didn't know what my coworkers would think. I didn't know, you know, how I would make enough money sustainably. I was really worried. You know, I'd wanted to work on my own, you know. I was looking to actually be an entrepreneur. I was just tired of the whole kind of job, corporate life. And I was also really freaked out because I knew when I when I quit my job and I went to work for myself, you know, there's a good chance that 
I'd work for myself for a few months, then I'd be right back at a job again. That's what had happened two years prior. I graduated college in 2010 and I tried to be an entrepreneur, worked really hard. And, you know, eight months or something like that, six or eight months later, I failed. I couldn't, I couldn't make it. And I had to get a job. And uh, that was a huge blow to my confidence, right? Because in my mind, I was just going to quit my job, be an entrepreneur. So in my mind, I had already tried that path. I'd already failed myself. And now here I was going to quit my job again to work for myself. I think I was 23 at the time. And everybody around me told me, John, you're making good money. You're making six grand a month, right? Most of my other friends who had graduated college, they weren't, they weren't making 6000 a month. Most people I knew weren't making $6,000 a month. Most 23-year-olds don't make $6,000 a month. Everybody around me was telling me I was supposed to be happy in my situation. But I knew, you know, inside of myself, I knew there was so much unmet potential that I felt I wasn't living up to. I wanted to really have a big effect on the world. And by the way, keep in mind, all during this time, I'm taking on freelance clients. I'm taking on, I'd been freelancing and I had all these clients paying me $250, $500 a month to uh, manage their advertising accounts, but I could never get enough people paying me to really take over my income. It could have been I just didn't have enough time or there weren't enough people out there. I wasn't pitching high enough, or maybe it wasn't that I was... I was valuable enough. I didn't know, but it all freaked me out, right? So it wasn't until August 2012, I went to a Tony Robbins event. And uh, this is not a pitch for Tony Robbins event, but this had a huge effect on my life. This is just my personal experience. And I went to his event in Schaumburg, Illinois. and, And by the way, for anybody looking to do anything Tony Robbins, don't watch his YouTube don't watch his podcast. Don't read his books. Just go to an event. That's where he shines, okay? If you do anything Tony Robbins, just go to an event. Don't do any of the little stuff. If you can't afford the event, don't do the little stuff. Just wait until you can afford an event. And his events are like 500 bucks. So I went to this event, went out there, was staying in like some hostel. I was like, you know, scraped together some dollars, went to it, super pumped. I'd heard a lot about it. There's like 10,000 people in this room, right? 10,000. It's a huge, there's a ton of people at these things. The energy is off the hook. So it was the second day and Tony was speaking. And what Tony went over was he did this exercise with us called the Dickens process. And we can kind of go over this a little bit right now. But if you want to go through the Dickens process, I suggest, you know, you can YouTube it or something. There's, I'm sure there's videos that go over this a little more in depth. But what the Dickens process is, is it's a guided meditation where it forces you to really look inside of yourself and make hard decisions. And that's all Tony does. What Tony really helps you do is you do a lot of exercise, but it's all internal stuff. It's He does a lot of kind of guided, basically guided meditation, and he forces you to look at things in your life and figure out what your goals are where, you know, where you're at, where you want to go, you know, what's happened in your past, how that affects your present or your future, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's internal. And, but what the Dickens process is, is he says, imagine one thing, one decision that you know you need to make in your life, but you decide to put it off for a year. When he started the, you know, this, this guided meditation off with that, I thought to myself, I said, 
oh my gosh, I know exactly what decision it is I'm putting off, right? I know exactly what he was talking about. I was like, that's me. That's me. And, you know, I said, I, 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 I decided to quit my job, but I haven't done it. And, you know, again, I was freaked out. I was scared. So he said, put it off for a year. And he says, I want you to think about where you're at a year from now. What are you feeling? Where are you? What's in your life? Are you closer to your goals? Are you further away? What sort of people are you surrounded by? Now, the next thing he does is he asks, okay, let's back up a second. Let's go two years into the future. He's like, this decision that you know you, you need to make. He says, let's say you keep doing nothing about it. He's like, take yourself two years in the future. Where are you? How do you feel about life? What's life like? Who are you surrounded by? What are you wearing? Who do you interact with on a daily basis? What is in your life? What new things aren't in your life? What smells are around you? And he asks you to do that. You go five years in the future. Delayed making that decision for five years. Five years. What are your feelings? How happy are you? What is life like? Where in the world are you? How much closer or further away from your goals are? Okay. Let's go 10 years in the future. You delay quitting your job for 10 whole years. Where are you? What sort of people are you surrounded by? I don't know. You know, for me, I didn't like any of my coworkers. They're just people you're forced to be around. Isn't that funny? We're, you know, most people don't like their coworkers. Isn't that a funny fact, by the way? Why are you spending most of your life with people you don't even like being around? Who you wouldn't actually be friends with in real life. The only reason that you're friends with them or you hang out with them is because you're forced to work with them, right? So imagine spending the next 10 years of your life being with people that you don't actually like, that you wouldn't actually be friends with in real life. And he has you do that 25 years in the future as well. What's your life going to be like? How much closer, further away from your dreams, your goals are you in 25 years if you don't quit your job and you, you delay that decision for 25 years? Crazy. And I went through this exercise. He goes much longer, much deeper in that. And it was painful, baby. It was painful going through that exercise because you really have to imagine delaying that decision. You really have to imagine doing nothing. And if you really go deep in your brain, you have your eyes closed, you're going there. You realize if you delay making that decision, it's a big problem. I realized I was so far away. I'd given up so much of my life if I'd waited 25 years to really quit my job, it was unbearable. It was unbearable, okay? And the second part of the exercise is he has you imagine how life will be like in one, two, five, 10, 25 years if you do make the decision, how great life can be. You make this decision, what people you're surrounded by. You're surrounded by self-intention, entrepreneurs, people are moving in the same direction as you or whatever that is. The point being, he really creates what is life like if you don't quit? What can life be like if you do quit your job? You got to really think of these possibilities and get out of fear. Now, what happened for me was after I went through this exercise, what happened or during this exercise, I actually cried. I'm not a crying person. I'm Irish, you know, and Northern Italian. So I'm like very like, 
You know, I don't show emotions, you know, like emotions are bad, you know, emotions are vulnerability and I'm not a vulnerable person because I'm a man, right? So emotions are bad, you know, in my kind of like culture growing up. So you're not supposed to cry. But again, I didn't know anybody at this Tony Robbins thing. I wasn't thinking about it because I was deep in the exercise. It spoke to me. And where I was, I was bawling. I was sobbing because I realized, you know, I really had put myself in that place of delaying making decisions I knew I needed to make for 25 years. And it freaked the hell out of me. What I imagined was it, life wasn't that bad, right? I, you know, if I delayed quitting my job, I was, I'm a really good hard worker. I would make more money. I'd hit that six figure salary in a few years. It wouldn't take me long to be hitting six figures. You know, I'd end up marrying somebody at my work, like office buildings around where I worked. And I would have married some cute girl or whatever. And, you know, we would wait a few years to have kids because we wanted to feel financially sound. And then we'd eventually have kids, but we need to get a mortgage. But the mortgage would put me under financial pressure to make more money because even though I was making good money, we wanted to keep up with the Joneses and that would kind of freak, you know, me out because, you know, we... You know, we need to make more money. But again, we met through, you know, we're both workers. So she would support me working and we'd get a little, there'd be a little distance in a relationship and I'd work harder and she'd play more with the kids and she'd take time off and we'd have a mortgage and I'd have to, you know, work harder to make the mortgage payment and whatever. And all this stuff happens. And I never would have actually accomplished any of my dreams, which were to see the world. I wanted to see Thailand. I wanted to see Morocco. I want to see Brazil. I love extreme sports. People tell me they love my stoke because I love doing fun things. I love skiing, kite surfing, you know, surfing, et cetera. I love doing these things. Jet skiing. I love, I love riding a jet ski and just popping a big wave. You know, I go out in San Diego. It's illegal actually, but you know, I go out on the waves. Whoosh, fly up 10 feet in the air. It's great. But all these things I would have missed out on had I been working a job. And I would have settled for not a bad existence, a comfortable existence, honestly, but one where I didn't truly give my gift to the world. And hopefully I'm giving my stoke, you know, stoking you. That's a California term. But where I didn't truly give my gift to the world. I didn't truly live out my dream because I'd been working in fear. My advice to you if you're scared about quitting your job is that it's natural. It's normal and it's not your fault. It's the way we are conditioned to be. Throughout our whole government, our education, the media has taught us to work a job and have somebody else pay for our value. But the reality is that you are never going to be able to shine your light on the world, you're never going to be paid what you're actually worth if you're working a job. If you spend those years between 25 to 65, eight hours a day, most of your life is spent working a job. And if you, and the statistics are 84% of people hate working where they work. So if chances are, if you're watching this, you hate your job. In China and Japan and in Asia, it's actually even higher. Over 90% of people hate their job. So why do you spend the majority of your life doing something you hate? Makes no sense. So my advice to you is if you're scared, don't worry. It's natural. It's not your fault. But at a certain point, you need to just do it. 
That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Internet Jet Set Podcast. Now, if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do so now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Now, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like you love the content. It'll be a huge help and I would be super grateful. Also, be sure to head over to my YouTube channel. My name is John Cristani on YouTube, C-R-E-S-T-A-N-I. And pick up my free course on affiliate marketing that'll be available once you subscribe. Now, this free course will describe to you in detail the methods I used to become wealthy in my own internet business without having to invest lots of money or uh, have any employees. So this is the same system used by thousands of students of mine all over the world to earn a side or a full-time income. Now, until next time, money loves speed, so let's get it.